Welcome back to New to Medical Device Sales. I am your host, Jacob McLaughlin, and today I'm excited to bring you a guest. Our guest today, Quentin Ashertay, got a job with one of the largest companies in the world in medical device sales. He just broke in, and even more fun, he's in Canada. He's not even here in the U.S., so it's it's fun to see people on other sides of the borders being able to break in have success. So Quentin, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks. Thank you so much for having me. Um, it's a pleasure to be here and come, coming all the way from Canada. So this podcast is officially international. <laughs> yeah, we're getting there, man. We're getting there and I love it. Well, hey, man, like again, thanks for jumping on, taking time today to to be with us. But first off, congratulations on breaking in with one of the top companies in the world. I know it's a it's a challenge and, it, and it's a it's a process. Yeah. So congratulations on breaking in. They really appreciate it. And honestly, if you put your hard work in, anybody can do it. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. And we'll uncover that today. So we're excited about it. So Quentin, can you kind of tell us a little bit about yourself, a little bit of background? What were you doing? How you found medical device sales? Why medical device sales? Kind of just the before the process started for you. Yeah, for sure. So I think for me, um, I'm still very young. I'm, I'm only 23. I just graduated university. Um, so in university, I played university basketball for a Canadian university. Um, and then I think probably in my second year, I realized that I had a very strong interest for medicine in general. And, and I actually wanted to become a surgeon myself. So kind of going down that route and um, approaching school, like, you know, I wanted to go to medical school. And I, even though I didn't go down that path. I'm really grateful that I did that because now I had all the medical knowledge that I needed to kind of transfer into this field. So for me, it was a little bit of a, a funny story. So in my last year, um, I had a really good year in basketball wise. And a couple agents were reaching out to me wanting to represent me to go play professional. Um, so, you know, I jumped in and I signed with an agent. I'm like, okay, hey, for the next two, three years, let me just play professional basketball and like all athletes dream of, of, of playing a professional yeah. sport. So I did that. And then probably like two months, three months into that process, um, it wasn't looking good for me um, getting a contract because since COVID happened, there's so many limited spots and I, it just wasn't looking good for me. So I started to go through. A little bit of a panic, like I, I'm sure all athletes do when their time is up almost. Um, you can call it like there's a train. You hop on a train when you first start playing. Yep. And you never know when you're going to be asked to, to step off the train. So my time was coming and went into a little bit of a panic because I'm like, OK, I don't really know what I want to do, but I really like medicine and healthcare in general. So I started working in a physiotherapy clinic. And I mean, that was good, but at the same time, I realized, okay, like, this is not what I want to do. Like, I want something more competitive, something more that I come to work every day and I'm like, I don't know what's going to happen, you know? Yep. So I started doing some research and I think I was scrolling on TikTok one day randomly and you popped up and I think it was one of your videos talking about the, the benefits of medical device sales. And I'm like, okay, whoa, like, what, what is this? You know? So I... I went on YouTube. I started watching videos. Obviously, you popped up again. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I started just really doing a deep dive into this career. And for me, it was a little bit different because I'm, I'm in Canada. So my first, um, you know, I was wondering, OK, it, does this 
stuff transfer in Canada because I'm in a completely different country. I, I didn't know if things were the same. So I started doing um, research on that and, and, and that's where, you know, I kind of found my journey here. So. I love it. And with that, first off, I love, I love where you're like the competitiveness. Cause again, I played ball in college. I just sucked. I wasn't good enough. So <laughs> it was easy to hang up, hang everything up. But uh, with you like being with competitive and, and wondering what's, what's next, you know, when you come in to like, I just always think that it just made me think of practice, right? You never knew what practice was going to hold that day, but you knew you were going to have to compete and work your butt off. Um, and that's the sense of accomplishment. So, Hey, I love that point that you made there, but B after doing it, you know, after being in Canada, kind of hearing some of the experiences, what it's like in the U S did you find through that process that it was very similar or did you think there were some major key differences? Cause I'd love, cause again, I just don't personally know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like it is very similar, but there are a couple of differences. Like for instance, there's not as many companies in Canada that there are in the States. So right off the bat, there's, there's limited opportunities because less companies, there's less spots. And even for the spots that there are, everybody's trying to get them. Yep. So it's, it's kind of competitive in that sense. And just like company wise, like certain companies in the States, they have probably like, it's called like sister companies or daughter companies in yep. Canada, because obviously they're not here in Canada. Um, more of the big companies that they, they still are here in Canada. Um, but let's say the company that, that I'm working for in the States, you would work for them mainly as an employee. So like the W2 in, in, in the States, but for here, I'm basically the equivalent to like a 1099 okay. um, contract in, which would be in the States in Canada. They, it's just like a private contractor. Okay. Um, but I think they do that in Canada because they're not as big as they are in the States. So they would rather have people that represent them here um, instead of, you know, cause they're not as big. There's, they don't have that employee base. So it's just subtle differences like that are, are, are in Canada. Yeah, that makes sense. And then like just speaking out loud, because I know your guys' healthcare system is probably pretty different than America's, um, even just with like the financially driven and all that stuff. So I imagine, again, there's, it makes sense why stuff's probably a little different. But no, it's, it's always interesting hearing, you know, different realms. I've had people from London reach out, they've gotten hired and just hearing the difference and, you know, throughout the, the countries and the world. So it's super fun. So you decided that you wanted to do medical device sales. You watch some of the videos. You're like, okay, this is for me. What was your, what was the next steps for you? What what did you start doing after that when you decided, hey, I want to do this as a career? Hundred percent. I think the first step that I really took into diving into this career and trying to break in is I was just honestly just telling people close to me, like telling my friends, telling my parents, you know, what I was going through and, and what I wanted to do. And, and I think that's one thing that a lot of people are like hesitant about that. Like it's like this mentality where you have to like move in silence and yep. don't tell anybody what you're doing until you achieve it. And I think yep. that's so stupid because as you know, like life is all about connections. And if you're telling other people, you know, what you want to do and, and what you're planning to do, like you just extended your connection because you never know who could talk to those people yep you know? it's just that spider web because like we all know right you say it to a buddy who has a dad who has a friend who's somebody right like it's just putting out spider webs out there yeah so and and then at the same time i was fully prepared to go on i was going on linkedin started trying to connect with as many people as possible trying to talk to them and, and trying to find people in canada yeah um because obviously it's, it's good to find someone specifically in your area to, to get the lay of the land you know 
So I think randomly my mom went to like some like work party and someone's wife knew someone in, in medical sales. I guess they were talking about me or something like mothers do, you know? Yeah. And uh, they gave like that guy my contact and he ended up reaching out to me just to have a conversation ab about medical device sales because at this point I, I really didn't have a clue as to what was going on. Yep. And uh, he, ended, he ended up working for the, the company that I work for now. And at the end of our conversation, he's like, you know what, like, I like you, shoot me your resume and, and let's see if there's, there's any opportunities for you. And I, and I told him like, Hey, listen, like I'm willing to move. Like, I don't care about this. Like, I just, I need something right now. Like if, if there's anything in, in any part of the country, like I'm willing to, to move for it. And he's like, okay, hey, yeah, like we can definitely find you something. And then at that point, I was also reaching out to other companies, talking to other reps. Um, I had a, a, an interview at a, a, another huge company as well um, that I ended up getting turned down for, which, I mean, everyone, everyone had a break. In yep. this, you know? um, but yeah, so it's, it's funny because that, that first connection that I ever made was the connection that I got the job from. So you never know you know, when you first start your journey and trying to break in to where you end it, like you never know which one of those connections is actually going to fall through. So hundred yeah. percent. Oh, I love it. And I, I just wanted to hit on a couple of things. First off what you just said, lastly, right. It's just about the connections. Like you said, you never know who you're going to hit it with. That's why I always tell people don't put all your eggs in one basket, because again, you can make it like you did to the final round, just like I did. I made it to the final round a lot of times. And then sorry, you didn't get the job, right? And now you're starting all over. So you want to have some things in the fire. So you always are working. But the two things I want to just touch on, because this is talks I have with people. Number one, the reason that you became even more desirable is you're like, hey, I'm willing to do whatever it takes. And I'll move wherever it takes. You're open, like you're willing to do whatever it was going to take to break in. And that's my talk with a lot of people. I'm not saying if you guys are like, hey, I have a family, I have kids that you can't stay in an area you can. But what we talk about, and like what Quentin would experience is like, hey, if I say, for example, if I'm here in Arizona, hey, if I'm going to just stay in Arizona, there might only be a hundred jobs open in Arizona, yeah. right? But if I say, hey, I'm willing to go wherever, now that 100 jobs just turned into 3,000 possible jobs. And now you're that much more likely to get a spot. So it's that one. And number two, I loved what you said there, Quentin, about you talk to somebody, they liked you, and then they asked for your resume. Um, this is my number one thing with I talk to people. When people reach out to me, one of the things I tell people don't do, and, and again, this is just my opinion and what I've experienced is don't be shooting your resume with people you don't know right away. If you've never had a conversation with them, because what it's looking like is, hey, I'm looking for a job. Just take it. If you have a job, give it to me. And you're, you're asking for something and just asking to get a job without actually making it a relationship compared to Quentin, got on the phone, had a great relationship, and again, was just calling to learn about it and learn about the experience and, and just take knowledge away from the rep he was talking to that turned into that rep really liking Quentin. Then he's like, Hey, let's see if I can help you. That's what it's all about is creating that network, that relationship. And then those people who really want to help you and you made a good relationship with will go and, and start doing some of the legwork for you. No different than once you break in you guys, it's not like me as a rep, I'm always doing the legwork. No, I got to get some doctors who like me when I'm trying to get stuff in hospitals and I got to let them do some of the legwork because they're the heavy hitters. You, that rep for Quentin, those doctors for me are going to do a lot more than it's just, if it's just both of us trying to reach out to people. So I just love that you said that Quentin. So that's, that's 
a testament to you, again, that you were showing that you were driven, that you're hungry, and that you know how to have a uh, phone call and make relationships to where somebody was like, yep, I'm going to help you get in. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And like the other thing where you talked about like people moving for specific jobs, like if you're young, like I am, and obviously, yeah, it's, sometimes it's tough to move away. From, like I just moved away from my family and, and my hometown that I've spent so much time in. I moved to one of the biggest cities in Ottawa, sorry, in, uh, in Canada, which is Toronto. So like, hey, I just packed up my things and I said, hey, like this is a new journey for me. Let, let's just start it and, and see where it goes. So. I love it. And that's that's the mindset I tell with everyone. I moved out of Arizona or out of Iowa when I was 23, same thing, had kind of touched and dabbled with some sports, did strength and conditioning, went to California, came back. But then I was like, hey, here's the worst case scenario, right? Go try it. Even for you, go out, go to Toronto, try it. If it sucks and you hate it three months later, you can always go back, right? Like that was always my talk with everybody, especially if you guys are listening to this and you are young, take the leap, bet on yourself. Worst case scenario, you can always go back to what you know. Instead, just go bet on yourself and, and give it a shot. And for me, for a lot of people I've talked to, when you do that, it usually works out pretty dang good for yourself. Yeah. So, yeah, man, <laughs> congratulations on taking that leap. That's what it's about. And again, you're breaking in. Now, Quentin, I got to ask, people are going to hear this, especially I'm excited for people in like Canada to hear this. And they're going to ask, hey, Quentin, what can I do? What, can I, what would you advise? So what would your advice be to someone who's trying to break into medical device sales? They're reaching out to you. Um, they may have sales experience. They may not. Again, as you and I have talked about off air, it's really not that not much difference whether you have sales experience or not. We talk about how you tell your story and all that good stuff. Again, you're an athlete. You're able to show that you're competitive and all that good stuff. But what would you say to somebody who's trying to break into med device? 100%. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, like I didn't have any sales experience at all. And I knew that going in. But one thing that I did, like once I told myself, okay, I'm going to start this journey. I'm going to try to break in as I learned that like, you have to be ready at all times, all times in the day. Like someone can just randomly call you and boom, they're like trying to interview you right away and yep. trying to learn about you. Like you literally have to be ready at all times. And for me, I think when I first started interviewing with the company I'm with today, the, the interview process, it, thing, the conversations we were having, they didn't even feel like I was being interviewed. It was almost just like having conversations. Yep. And then randomly they'd be like, hey, you know what? Um, we have this rep who actually lives in your area. Why don't you give him a phone call, talk with him about what, what things are like? And like in my head, I'm like, at the time, I'm like, okay, like that's cool. They just want me to, to talk to this guy and, and, uh, and, and get a connection from him. But at the end of the day, what they were doing was having me interviewed by someone else to, to check to see, okay, do you see the same things that, that I see in this guy? Yep. You know? Um, so like, you just have to be ready at all times and, and be, be prepared, obviously, because you never know when that phone call or that interview is going to happen. 100%. I think the second thing is, is what I said before, like, don't be afraid to tell people about what you're trying to do and, and what you're trying to accomplish. Like for you, you are the prime example of that because you literally started a podcast about medical device sales before you even had a job. <laughs> you're, like, you're literally telling people like you know uh so like and that that's what got you so much connections that that's what got yep. you that following because and and it's not even being cocky like that's just being confident in yourself to not be afraid that okay other people know that this is my plan like some people are afraid that 
you know, what if I fail and, and all these people know that I feel like you can't go into something with that attitude already. You've already lost. Yeah. So that's just one thing. Yeah. Don't be afraid to, to tell people your plans and, and, and what you're up to because you never know what connections that they have to help you. I love that, man. And you're a hundred percent dead on. So you guys re listen to that five minutes, go back because he's a hundred percent dead on. Number one, when I think about it, I always heard this. I start, when I started my own personal training business, I started learning some of this stuff and it was, if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. And you're a hundred percent during this process. The amount of times I learned that the hard way. One of my first phone calls was, I thought a guy was calling me, turned it out to be an interview. I knew nothing. I bombed that call um and i thought it was i thought it was just a phone call like you said it's an interview right away um and and these guys are smart like you said hey go talk to this rep you think it's fun no they're like hey how long does it take for this kid to reach out how is his follow-up how's like how does he have a create a relationship conversation all that good stuff so these companies are super super smart and then going on just don't be afraid to tell people hundred percent man that's how i got my my say in or even my spots for like you said i started the podcast but I started talking to members at my gym that were in the world or other people. And, Hey, what, what do you think about this? What's your thoughts? And then they would get me in connections with people. Right. And then it was just that spider web of reaching out to people. But like you said, with the YouTube, with the podcast for myself, I was just so confident. Here's the thing. Like you said, there's a fine line between confident and cocky. But when I was me for being confident, it was like, if I don't quit, I'll win. Like it's just like that athletic mindset that being a basketball player, right? Like if I just don't give up, eventually I'll get my spot. And when I get my spot, I'm going to shine through it. And that's just the mindset you have to have. And that's why I love talking to other athletes. And for you guys listening, that's why a lot of these companies love athletes. They love people who are going to, you know, put in the reps, the hundreds of hours, like Quentin had to put in for basketball when nobody's watching, when he's in the gym, shooting, dribbling, doing everything. Like they know that's the same thing that's going to happen in med device. You're going to have to be doing reps when people aren't paying attention. You're going to be setting trays and you're going to be running things when there's nobody watching and you got to be ready. And at once the moment calls, I just talked to my buddy yesterday, he'll get a call. Hey, you're, he's a two hour, two hours. He'll get an upset or up call about, Hey, we have a surgery going in two hours. We need you here. It just got added on. He lives an hour and a half away. He literally has to get in his car grab it, go. And he's like, we talk about, we laugh, like it's stressful, but it's like, if you're, if you stay ready, grab and go. If he's not prepared for that, he's not making that surgery, you know? So it's, it's some of the stuff when you're trying to break into this world, like Quentin saying, he's giving you guys the tips that again, it's not just to break in. It's once you're in the industry, these are going to be things that are super important because again, even with me in here, it's not like I just don't talk to anybody. As you guys see, I'm still doing the podcast. I'm, I'm connecting with people on LinkedIn. I still get on conversations because we're still so new. I can always be learning. I can always be growing. I can always be taking stuff away from people. But again, you never know when somebody can be a resource for you or you can be a resource for them. And it's just always like giving back. But again, that's beautifully said by Quentin about you know what to do to break in go back to it because it doesn't change and you have to be able to put yourself out there. And again, I just want to just give a lot of credit to him because again, no sales experience breaking in with one of the top companies in the world. And again, showing that it's possible. So again, stop telling your guys this lie of everybody's like saying you need sales experience. It could be nice to have. Yes, it could be, but you don't need it. It's not, I'm living proof. He's living proof. There's a hundred other people living proof. Like if you just, work, grind, come prepared, and you're just ready to not give up, you can break into. 100%. Yeah, well said.
Thank you, Quentin. And again, man, thank you so much for taking time today. We just want to say thank you how much we appreciate your time and, and just your knowledge of breaking in because, again, super excited to see someone like yourself who just got out, decided to go into this, and, and again, went 100% and to see, to see it all pay off. It's, it's great to see. Yeah, yeah. Like, honestly, really, really appreciate it. Like, for everybody listening, like, these podcasts are super valuable because even that, like, I just broke in, a lot of the information that the people, people are expecting me not to, to know already. Like I already know because of, I've been watching these podcasts and everything. So like these podcasts aren't just here to help you break in. Like once you have broken in, you'll be much more prepared because I can tell you right now, like my first weekend, it, it's, it's crazy. Like you, you think you're, you're going to know things and, and it, the learning curve won't be so high because maybe, you know, medicine or, or things like that. No, like it's, it's, it's pretty rid ridiculous like, the <laughs> amount of stuff you need to take in. So, um, yeah, just, just keep watching these podcasts. They're, they're really valuable. Appreciate that. And, and a hundred percent, what you just said about people, you know, I think a lot of times people think it's not going to be as hard as it is. And I, and I always joke around the hardest thing I ever did was break into medical device sales, right. That process to do it. And then I broke in and then I'm like, that was a cakewalk, right? Like then you're just getting okay. bombarded with stuff because that's why they want people that are relentless, that are going to do whatever it takes. Because I, I joke around, if you guys go back to my channel, I think I did an interview like three weeks in after breaking in. I was like, my head's going to explode because I'm staring at a computer. I'm reading, I'm waking up at 4am just to get it in. Again, my life's not as crazy yet now, but like when you first start, you're, it's, it's literally like you just got dropped into a new country and you don't know a single word or anything and you got to learn it all it's everything's brand new when it's like your company mission statements you got to be learning about your product your competitor's product you got to be learning about the processes about every single thing that you have which again it's like if you're in trauma or ortho or anything it's not like you just have three products you have way more so you got to be learning and then you got to learn the hospitals you got to learn the context of the hospitals you got to learn where to go in the hospitals like there's just a million things to learn so again to quentin's point like when you guys break in, it's not like it's, hey, I did it. It's like now the real work really is going to start and it's begun. So let's see what you did through the uh, through the process of breaking in. Let's see if you can keep that while you just got hired. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, again, Quentin, thank you so much for jumping on with us today. We truly appreciate your time. And I know you're going to crush it. So good luck with you breaking into med device sales and then having a lot of success, man. Excited to see your journey. Really appreciate that, Jacob. And uh, yeah, thanks for having me on here. Of course. And if you guys are listening, press that like and subscribe button. If you guys are watching on YouTube, if you guys are listening on the podcast, a five-star review helps us grow this channel. And then again, if you guys would like to learn how I got four job offers from with no medical sales experience or sales experience before with top 30 companies, just give my new to medical device sales.com a checkout. The link is in the description. Also, we will be doing emails out there. So you can put your email in there. Um, and we do weekly emails, blog posts, resources to help you guys. Also working on a Facebook group. If you guys search Facebook, new to medical device sales, trying to get it to where there's current reps in there with people who want to break in. So then you guys can ask questions and we can just be a whole community for you guys helping people. But again, we just thank you so much for listening and we'll see you on the next one. Peace.